It's loose, souped up by the Buccaneers. And Brady puts it right on the spot. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Fox are going to win this football game. The Bucs go right down the field. Welcome everybody to episode two of the Brit Bucks podcast. Uh, Lee here with uh, Becky, who is um, sat directly opposite me this time. We had some uh, issues with the audio last time because we were sat right next to each other using different mics and there was some echoing stuff. Hopefully we've improved that for you this week. Becky, say hello. Hi. You're here. Yes. You're here. And um, first of all, just want to say thank you for the response to the uh, our first episode. It was uh, almost a, a bit of a trial run um, with uh, new equipment and all that kind of stuff. So we're tweaking that as we go. Uh, but we've had some really great uh, feedback on the episode and some great feedback for Becky as well, wanting her to get more involved. Want to hear more from Becky and about what she uh, thinks about football and some of the stuff she doesn't know about football. So we're going to be looking forward to doing that. What do you think about that? Are you happy with that? Yeah, I know nothing, so it'll be fun. Exactly. And um, we've just finished, well, we got to about half time, I think, of the Hall of Fame game. Mm. Yeah, uh, that was last night. We watched some of that this morning, uh, the Jaguars and the uh, Raiders. It was good to watch some new football for a little while. Um, and again, you still had some good questions and things. Yeah. About the the like people doing leapfrogs over other people. Yeah. And, and why do they choose basically matching outfits? That was a bit weird, yeah. They, uh, obviously, the Raiders uh, in the traditional black and silver, but f- for the purposes of TV, looks like black and white. And the Jags in their black and white version of their uh, outfit. Why didn't they choose the green? It would have been a hell of a lot easier to tell them apart. Anyway, so yeah, that was uh, that was a bit odd. But we're we're here, we're back, um, and we've got lots of stuff to get to this week. First of all, uh, let's run you through all of our contact details. So if you want to check us out uh, online, you can check us out www.britbucks.com. Check out our website over there. All of our stuff is available to download. Um, you can check us out on Twitter. We are at BritBucks. And we do have a Discord available as well. If you want to be a part of that community, get some 24-7 chat going, head on over to our Discord channel. Um, is a bit of a weird link, so just head over to BritBucks.com and there is a little button there that will take you over to our Discord. Um, and we also have our new store available. Now, I will have a bit of a rant here about uh, TeePublic. Um, not big fans of TeePublic. Used them for years for various website shops and all that kind of stuff. And um, they've done the dirty on us. They decided to delete our shop due to breaches of terms and conditions and things like that. I don't know how that's possible considering, you know, the the designs that I've done for the BritBucks logo are completely original and mine, so I don't know how that's a thing. But anyway, they will not respond to my emails, they will not respond to tweets, so we decided to stick two fingers up to them. And we're now with Redbubble. So if you go to the uh, BritBucks.com forward slash, uh, sorry, BritBucks.com store uh, website, you can click on the store button and you can get some stuff uh, there. And they do have better options than TeePublic as well, so that's pretty cool. Um, so a few bits to get to this week. Again, first of all, thank you for the uh, all the feedback about the episode, um, especially from our good friends over at uh, Bucks UK. Um, they are the official Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers UK fan club, uh, talking all things uh, Buccaneers from a UK perspective since 1984. News, updates, meetups, podcasts and more. They're on YouTube. Check them out at Bucks UK on Twitter and you'll be able to get all of the links uh, to their uh, media over there as well. Check them out. They've been uh, big supporters of us uh, early on, which is fantastic. Fantastic. First up then, what we're going to get to is uh, a little bit of news. 
So, of course, we're, we're in training camp now, and training camp is, um, just so Becky knows about this, training camp is the first sort of, uh, you know, little while of the season, all the players are in one place, and they start doing uh, practices and um, just getting used to each other. Obviously, a lot of the team is, like, changed over over the season. Some players have gone, new players have come in, and it's a time for them to gel and sort of learn uh, how each other play and, and get them learning the playbook and things like that. So we're in training camp now. Uh, one of the things pretty soon we're going to have is uh, Hard Knocks, which is a good introduction to what training camp is. Uh, I think we can get that on NFL Game Pass. I'm not sure if it's on Sky this year. It's worthwhile checking that out to see if it's available on Sky. But uh, if you uh, NFL Game Pass subscribe, you can get it on there. Uh, Detroit Lions this year on um, on Hard Knocks, and that will take you all through training camp. Now, training camp for the Bucks kicked off uh, pretty recently as well, and I think it was only day two of uh, training camp that we had um, first a big bit of uh, Bucks news that is going to cause us a problem, which is uh, Tampa Bay's uh, starting centre, Ryan Jensen, uh, still having tests as far as we know on a left knee injury he suffered last Thursday. Uh, a source told ESPN it's not looking good for the pro bowler and apparently he will be out uh, for a couple of months at least. Uh, happened during a team period and resulted in the whole team gathering around Jensen, who has been a fixture on the Bucks' offensive line for five seasons. Uh, the mood immediately turned sombre and he was carted off the field. Many have confidence in second-year pro Robert Hainsey to step in that position, but Tom Brady made it clear that the 2021 third-round pick from, not, uh, I always call it Notre Dame, they call it Notre Dame, will have to earn his trust with his play. Now, this was something that, Becky, you um, impressed me with this, because as soon as I said uh, Ryan Jensen, you immediately said the uh, angry red, red man. Yeah, yeah, the big ginger scary man that runs at people. Yeah, exactly. So you know him. I mean, <laughs> you hear any interviews of him off the field, and he's uh, kind of a gentle giant kind of guy. Uh, but on the on the field, he always looks really angry and often gets into arguments with people and, and stuff like that so you call him the, the big angry red man yes that so you that's how you know him um so first bit of news there coming out of training camp not great ryan jensen hopefully will be with us later in the season and uh, we'll be able to assist with uh, the uh, the centre position. But yeah, Robert Hainsey at the moment looks as though he's going to be the, uh, the the backup who's going to be slotting in there. There's no attempts been made to sign any kind of um, free agent uh, players to fill that role. So hopefully they've got some confidence in the players we've already got. Um, next up, again, this this news, some of it is, is pretty old, but... Um, it's, it's news that we haven't covered yet, so we're going to uh, go through it now. So veteran wide receiver Julio Jones has a new home, signing a one-year deal with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, that's weird, number one, because your nickname for me is Julio. It is, yes. Um, we'll get into that on a later <laughs> episode. Um, but when they shout out Julio every five minutes on a Bucks game, that's going to be that's a bit weird. That's going to be weird. Uh, the seven-time uh, pro bowler gives soon-to-be 45-year-old Tom Brady. In fact, he is now actually 45, which I like. There's about a three-week uh, three period when Tom Brady is the same age as me. Um, it gives Brady another weapon in Tampa as Jones looks to rebound from a down season with the Tennessee Titans. He joins a receiver group with the Bucks that includes holdovers Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Tyler Johnson, Scotty Miller and Brashad Perryman and welcomed Russell Gage, uh, like Julio Jones, another former Atlanta Falcon this offseason. Uh, Chris Godwin had offseason surgery on a torn ACL suffered late last season um, and it, you know, he may not be with us uh, for the first few games of the 2022 season. So that will be a uh, big loss for us but we certainly don't suffer from depth now with the uh, with the wide receiver position. Um, 
Now, we're going to talk a little bit later on. We have got, uh, I know we said we were going to do a player profile every episode. We have actually got two player profiles this week. Um, and you'll you'll understand the reason for that when we get to it. But uh, yeah, there, there's going to be two player profiles uh, all around the tight end position. But last bit of news is that uh, veteran tight end Kyle Rudolph has signed a one-year contract with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, giving Tom Brady a new tight end target in the wake of Rob Gronkowski's retirement. Uh, Rudolph gives Brady and the Buccaneers an experienced tight end to, pr- to pair with Cameron Brait. Uh, the Bucks have just one other tight end with game experience in Cody McElroy. And whilst he had a good spring, he's played in just one career game. The team selected Kay Dotton in the fourth round and Co'Keefe in the sixth in April's NFL draft. Big things expected for Kay Dotton as a tight end, but uh, with the addition of Carl Rudolph, may limit his, uh, his playing time. So there we go, some uh, some new players coming on board and some changes and some interesting news there for the Bucks uh, over the last few weeks, and it always happens when we get to uh, training camp time. Um, we're going to take our, our first break of the uh, of the show, and when we're going to come back, it's our Terms of Endearment segment, where we're going to talk about a specific NFL term uh, for the newbies that you may not understand, and we're going to do our best to try and explain it and uh, uh, understand what that term means. So uh, that's going to be coming up right after this break. Pay attention, people. It's time for this week's Terms of Endearment. Back with segment two of the Brit Bucks podcast and uh, moving into this, the segment that we call Terms of Endearment. Last week, we looked at what it meant uh, if you're in the shotgun, if a quarterback is in the shotgun. Do you remember what it is? Mm, not particularly. You don't particularly? Um, some guy is a bit further away than he should be. Yes, so okay. um, the quarterback uh, steps a bit further back, a few steps further back, so yeah. um, it basically gives him a bit more time before any of the opposing players can get to him, so he's got more time to okay. throw the football. Um, so yeah, good stuff, awesome, we like that. Um, this week on Terms of Endearment, we're going to be looking at the difference between zone and man coverage. So this comes into it where, um, on the defensive side of the ball, so all of the defensive players... Uh, so when, uh, for example, the Bucks defense is on the team, the other team will have their offense and the quarterback mm-hmm. and the wide receivers and the running backs and all that kind of stuff on the field. Uh, at this point, um, the difference between zone and man coverage. Now, this is a scheme where how the defending players are going to defend against the, the the people who are throwing or running the ball, the people on the offense. So when so uh, zone and man coverage is only used for... Um, uh, passing plays when they think the opposing team is going to pass the ball primarily um, so there are two general schemes for defending against the pass so man coverage where each eligible receiver so the wide receivers that will run down the field attempting to catch the ball uh, they are covered by either defensive back or a linebacker so individually like right that's him I'm going to keep an eye on him in case he gets the ball um, zone coverage is uh, where certain players usually, again, defensive backs or linebackers, though occasionally linemen as well, are assigned an area on that field they are to cover. So rather than keeping an eye on a specific guy, they are sort of appointed specific areas of the field in case the ball comes in that general direction so that they can kind of defend that area. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Are you just about to have a sneeze? No, it's cool. It's gone. It's gone. It's yeah. gone. That's the problem with it being the summer. <laughs> There's hay fever and all that stuff around. Um so does that make sense? So uh, man coverage, when they talk about man coverage, it's you've got one defending player keeping an eye on each offensive player. Yeah, when it's zone coverage. Pair up with that guy exactly. and stick with him. Exactly. But then and when it's the other one, they just stay in their little area. They stay in their little doesn't area. Who's in it. 
Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So just in case the ball gets thrown in that general area, it's their responsibility then to try and disrupt it or, or sort that out. There okay. we go. That's good. We're learning stuff. Um, if you've got any requests about what you want to see in uh, terms of endearment, if you want us to uh, try and dumb it down uh, into layman's terms or give you the basics, uh, we're more than happy to do that. Make sure you tweet us over at BritBucks on Twitter, or you can even send us an email over at studio at BritBucks.com uh, or fill out the contact us form over on BritBucks.com and we will uh, make sure we include that section on the uh, the next podcast. There we go. Uh, thank you very much. Are you clear on that now? Yes. Yeah. Very clear on that. That's good. So you're learning. You're you're what? I'll be watching for it now. You'll be watching for it now. It's difficult to pick out because like the at the start of a play, it's usually, you know, your eyes are naturally drawn to like the line of scrimmage and what the quarterback's gonna do and all that kind of stuff. But yes, you can watch out for it now. We'll have a look on the... Uh, we'll watch the rest of the Hall of Fame game maybe okay. later on. See yeah. if we can find it. Okay. Good. Right. That's uh, Terms of Endearment. This uh, this week, we'll be moving back uh, with uh, player profile in a moment. Two guys this week, Rob Gronkowski and Carl Rudolph, will be coming back right after this. You're listening to the Brit Bucks Podcast, bringing you into the world of the NFL and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Welcome back to the Bucks podcast and uh, moving on to our next uh, segment, which is our player profile. And uh, as we mentioned earlier, it's going to be kind of a double player profile because we're going to be looking at um, a specific position, which is the tight end position. We've had some movement around the tight end position on the Bucks uh, in the offseason. Uh, obviously, we've uh, we now lost Rob Gronkowski. He's back in retirement. Uh, some debate as to whether or not at some point in the season, uh, Tom Brady will be able to talk him through uh, and uh, maybe get him back for a few games to towards the end of the year we'll see if we need him uh, he's pretty adamant uh, saying that he is not going to return no matter the circumstances he is happy in his retirement now so uh, we'll be talking a little bit about Gronk because it would be sa- a shame not to give him a little bit of uh, time in the spotlight on our show uh, as he uh, you know, such a big part of the team over the last couple of years and then we're also going to look at uh, Kyle Rudolph new addition to the Buccaneers um, can be coming in and not really filling the shoes of Gronk but certainly in addition to the, uh, the tight end position uh, for the 2022 season so so we're going to be talking about that as well. So let's get on to Rob Gronkowski. Now, you know uh, a bit about Rob Gronkowski. You've um, given him nicknames. You've yep. seen him in other mediums as well. Yeah. Um, so go on then. What's your nickname for Rob Gronkowski? Jazz Hands. Okay. And why do you call him Jazz Hands? Because every time I saw him play, if they threw the ball towards him and he would try and catch it, drop it, and then he does weird Jazz Hands <laughs> to make you look like, no, nope, that wasn't me. <laughs> yeah i see where i see where you come from with that um yeah he he, he did drop a lot um over yeah. the last couple of years um he did have some good uh good performances but yeah dropped a lot of uh of passes um so yeah jazz hands i get what you mean he kind of holds his hands up like yeah, this and shakes them like i didn't do it it wasn't me yeah yeah so uh yeah rob gronkowski um that's how how you knew him and of course yeah. um you know up until quite recently i was a I was a big fan of pro wrestling um as well um quite involved in the the medium of, of pro wrestling and uh, doing podcasts and shows and stuff uh around wrestling now the one bit of wrestling memorabilia i have still got is my WWE Elite Collection Rob Gronkowski figure. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Rob Gronkowski 
was the host of WrestleMania in uh, WrestleMania 36 in 2020. Now, this is when we were right in the middle of the pandemic. Uh, WrestleMania wasn't the big, massive show that it uh, normally is. It was held in the Performance Center with no crowd in there. It was, uh, you know, piped in cheers and things like that. Uh, very, very different one. But Rob Gronkowski was the host. He came in there with this weird blue tiger stripe jacket on, and uh, he actually won the WWE 24/7 Championship uh, that uh, that year at WrestleMania as well. So they actually produced a figure of him. Uh, it doesn't look a lot like him when you look at his uh, facial expressions and all of that, but um, yeah, it's yeah interesting figure. But I thought because it ties into the NFL, it ties into the Bucks, and it was uh, you know a WWE product as well. I needed to get it. So um, yeah, Becky's looking at the figure right now. Do you think it looks like him? No, but it does come with extra jazz hands to attach. It does, doesn't it? So he's got, yeah, a lot of the, you know, if you're looking at action figures these days, they, a lot of them do have different heads and different hands and different legs and things. So you can put them in different kind of poses. But yeah, so Rob Gronkowski, he comes uh, with black jeans on. Uh, he comes with the jacket on as well that I was talking about. It says Gronk across the front. He comes with the 24-7 belt. He comes with some sunglasses. Now, he's pictured in the box holding this belt, so his, his hands are kind of folded over holding it. But he also comes with some <laughs> additional hands that are literally hands wide open. Uh, hands. So, yeah, you could do jazz hands. Maybe that's how I should uh, pose him. I've got him up on my little display cabinet uh, at the moment. So, yeah, maybe we should uh, maybe we should do that, get him out of the box and uh, stick him with his jazz hands on. That would be cool. <laughs> now, I'm going to go initially from the uh, from the back of the box uh, from Amherst New York he's 268 and a half pounds uh, six foot six inches uh, career highlights in WWE world 24/7 champion uh, the pro football megastar known simply as Gronk walked into WrestleMania 36 as the host and walked out as the 24/7 champion uh, so there we go <laughs> um, exciting moving over to Wikipedia and having a look at his uh, football uh, credentials he was born May the 14th 1989 and uh, he officially says on Wikipedia now he's a former uh, football tight end who played in the NFL for 11 seasons, uh, nine seasons with the Patriots, last two seasons with the Bucks. Uh, regarded as one of his era's best players and is one of the greatest tight ends to ever play the game. Uh, four-time Super Bowl champion and a five-time Pro Bowl selection, uh, a four-time first-team All-Pro selection and was selected to the NFL 2010's All-Decade team and the NFL 100th Anniversary All-Time team. Uh, played college football at the University of Arizona, and uh, despite playing only two collegiate seasons, his 18.8 yards per reception average and 1,197 receiving yards were a team record for his position. He was drafted in the second round of the 2010 NFL draft with the 42nd pick after he missed his junior year due to back surgery. Now, um, Rob Gronkowski is uh, born on May the 14th, 1989, so he's 33. Uh, Kyle Rudolph, who we've just brought in, which we'll move on to in a moment, is only he, uh, November the 9th, 1989. He's only 32. So uh, only a year's difference between the two of them. Um, but what I'd like to, to get to in relation to uh, Rob Gronkowski is, you know, the fact that he... You know, he's he's kind of got that legendary status. He's more than American football. He is a legitimate celebrity. He's kind of got that um, celebrity status. People know who he is. Who don't watch the NFL? All right, most people know who he is. If you don't watch the NFL, had no, you heard about him? No, you hadn't. Okay, no. you hadn't heard about him before. But he's got a lot of media. Did he do Dancing with the Stars? I can't remember if he did Dancing with the Stars. Let's have a look. It's going to be buried in. Um, 
outside football, film, television and other media. Uh, he was on the cover of NFL Madden 17. Why do I think he was on Dancing with the Stars? Drop the mic he was in, Shark Week. Uh, maybe he was. Oh no, he was in The Masked Singer. The third season of Masked Singer is White Tiger when he made it to the last nine. There we go. Uh, he's in music videos. Why did I think he was um, He was on, Dan- on um, Dancing with the Stars? Maybe he was. Maybe I'm thinking of Masked Singer. Anyway, um, so there we go. But yeah, he is out there. There aren't that many other um, NFL personalities that have you know, kind of crossed over into the media as well as he has, other than people like Tom Brady and, uh, and people like that. So there we go. Now, the tight end position, do you know what a tight end is? No. And this is a PG podcast, so try and keep it clean. <laughs> Absolutely no idea. Okay, so easiest way to tell you what a tight end position is. In fact, let's let's get the official Wikipedia. Um, the way I always like to describe it is it's a cross between... Um, an offensive lineman, someone who stops people getting to the quarterback and a wide receiver. So uh, the tight end position um, is on the offense. It's often a hybrid position with the characteristics and roles of both an offensive lineman and a wide receiver. Like offensive linemen, they're usually lined up on the offensive line and are large enough to be effective blockers. On the other hand, unlike offensive linemen, they are eligible receivers, adept enough to warrant a defense's attention when running pass patterns. So uh, Gronk was really good at being there and, and blocking people, stopping them getting towards Tom Brady. But he was also good at sort of breaking away from that, running down the field and catching passes oh, no. and getting touchdowns. Not so much when he was with us, but over his career, definitely. Um, so, yeah, because of the hybrid nature of the position, the tight end's role is is any given offence. The tight end's role in any given offence depends on the tactical preferences and philosophy of the head coach, as well as overall team dynamic. In some systems, the tight end will merely act as a sixth offensive lineman, rarely going out for passes. Other seasons systems use the tight end primarily as a receiver, frequently taking advantage of the tight end size to create mismatches in the defensive secondary. So there we go. So again, Rob Gronkowski being pretty quick, other than this last couple of years, and uh, but also really big and can do the blocking as well, was a really good uh, uh, good guy to have in that position. Right, let's move over to Kyle Rudolph. Uh, now, Kyle Rudolph, new to the Bucks this year, born November the 9th, 1989, uh, currently plays for the Bucks, of course, uh, played college football for the University of Notre Dame, as we said earlier, and was drafted by the Minnesota Vikings in the second round, 43rd overall of the 2011 NFL Draft. Uh, he's been selected to two Pro Bowls and has also paid, played for the New York Giants. Um so again, for, for those of you who don't know a lot about Kyle Rudolph, he's he's quite a big guy. He's six foot six, two hundred and sixty-five pounds. So has a lot of uh, similar characteristics to Gronkowski, with him being you know really big and large and, and got some muscle on him. So uh, I don't know whether or not we're going to use him in the same uh, kind of position as as Gronk. Um, Gronk being a bit more of a sort of higher profile player, we used him as a sort of. Uh, one of our lead guys last year. I think potentially Kyle Rudolph will sit um, on the depth chart behind Cameron Bray, who is uh, a Bucks original, and we, we've had him around for a few years now. Uh, Tom Brady trusts him quite a lot, and uh, also K. Dotton, who we've we've got in you this year uh, following the draft. So interesting times. He, he, as I say, drafted from the uh, to the Minnesota Vikings, uh, 2011 to 2020. 2021, last season, he was with the New York Giants, and then this year he's moved over to Tampa Bay. So it'll be interesting to see him, uh, whether or not we'll get to see him in the coming game against the Dolphins, the preseason game. That is, uh, so when are we today? We're, are we the Friday fifth. today? 
Yeah, Friday, Friday the 5th. fifth. So it's next Sunday, early, early morning, twelve thirty in the morning. Um, so Saturday night, Sunday morning is the uh, game against the Dolphins. So yeah, we're probably not going to be able to see that live. Let's be honest. Yeah, probably not. We've got children, <laughs> yes. and you know, if we get up in the middle of the night, they're going to get up in the middle of the night. It's not going to be pretty, it's so we might have to check that. Nice. Yeah, not very nice. We have to check that out the next day, I think. Um, but again, uh, it's it's only pre-season, so that's all good. Um, so that's Kyle Rudolph. Uh, just some uh, key facts and figures uh, about in there, and we'll see how well he fits into the Buccaneers um, organization. Uh, Tom Brady did did give uh, Kyle Rudolph a call before it was uh, a deal was done, and said, "We really need you up here. Uh, let's you know we, we've got to get you uh, get you into the team." So that was part of the reason that we have Kyle Rudolph in the team. Brady made the call and uh, and brought him over, same as we same as he did with Antonio Brown uh, the other season. You know, we all know how well that went. So, fingers crossed, better things for Carl Rudolph. That's um, that's our positional player this week, and uh, we'll be back with you shortly to tie up the show with a few news and notes and uh, what else you can expect for us over the coming weeks. You're listening to the BritBox Podcast, bringing you into the world of the NFL and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Wrapping things up on this week's Brit Bucks podcast. Thank you for being with us and uh, and checking out our podcast. We're still in early days uh, of the podcast, and we're of course going to be uh, looking uh, as we get into the, uh, the the season proper. We'll be looking at some uh, some different things. We're going to be analysing some of the games. Uh, Becky's going to be watching the games through some different eyes this time, uh, analysing it and being a proper Bucks fan and understanding the game. I'll give it a go. You'll give it a go. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, again, we've uh, got preseason coming up soon. I would guess we we will uh, we will at least be through the Dolphins preseason game uh, by the time we get to uh, the next uh, the next show. So that'll be interesting to check out. If you do want to get in touch with us, please do um, over on Twitter. We are at BritBucks over there. Check out BritBucks.com and uh, join the Discord channel and have a chat with us. Tell us what you want more of or less of or what you want from this show. Again, we like to think it's nice conduit for people who haven't chosen a team. Yeah, we'll try and convince them to get on the Buccaneers bandwagon. Uh, we've just bought our new Tom Brady red uh, jerseys for the mm. 2022 season. We're looking forward to wearing them up to Tottenham uh, for the uh, the international series games up there. Uh, got matching ones. That may be sad, but, you know, I like it. I'm happy with it. That'll be really cool. So, uh, yeah, that's coming up uh, pretty soon as well. And, uh, yeah, and again, you know, we're, we're going to be, uh, yeah, if, if you're just a fan of the NFL and you don't know what all this stuff means, if you're a guy listening to this and you've got a girlfriend similar to me who is just being introduced to the sport, get them to check this show out. We'll try and uh, ease them in nice and slowly, especially when we get into the uh, the main season and we start looking at some of the games themselves. So thank you, everyone. Uh, please email us in questions as well if you or, or any comments, anything like that. We've got a five-star review on uh, on iTunes already, um, and, and that's really appreciated. Uh, yeah, the Discord, email studio at BritBucks.com. And uh, if you can, promote us on your socials. Um, we'll, we'll be putting out the links there of uh, of all of our shows as we, uh, as we move through, uh, especially as we get into the season i think we're using these pre-season shows just to sort of find our feet a little bit when we get into the season proper i think we'll be uh, starting to put a little bit of uh, steam into the promotion of the show really start sharing it and and everything once we know what we're doing and, and everything's a bit more settled down so uh, yeah if you can uh, tell a friend that would be awesome uh thank you becky for another week what's uh, what's the difference between uh, man and zone coverage um, one you stick with the guy and yeah. the other one you stick in the area fantastic there you go and uh, what's a tight end a really funny word. It is. A- <laughs> he can do everything. 
He can push people over and catch the ball. There you go. That's it. Right. Brilliant. So you're learning it all, all the time. You've you've like learned three things or remembered three things this yeah. week. You've done the you've done the shotgun thing. You know what a tight end is, and you can do difference between man and zone coverage. How yes. cool is that? Yeah, pretty proud. Yeah, you should be. You should be. Uh, thanks everyone for tuning in and listening to us. We'll be back with you really soon. Take care and uh, go Bucks. Hey!